What is going on, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of East Coast Avengers. It is JT here, alongside with Christian. Um, and Josh was not able to make it today. Uh, and, of course, Dom is not with us either. And Darren uh, is not. But Madison is here to join us. Um, and so it's going to be us three tonight talking to you about a lot of things. Um, but before we get started, I do need to tell you all um, that... Next week, uh, the final episode of 2021 will be the final episode of Season 3 for East Coast Avengers. Um, we will jump into Season 4, which is weird to say, yeah. which is, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, season 4 will start at the beginning of the new year, and something else that is starting in the new year is Madison and I are starting our very own podcast. Um, we just made our Anchor account and our Twitter account. Uh, it is going to be called the CC Podcast, the Couples Conversation Podcast. Um, and really, guys, all we wanted to do is just talk, like just just have a conversation, um, just the two of us. I think it really started and informed from when I think everybody from ECA was not able to make it. And I, it was just me by myself. And Madison was like, yeah, I'll, I'll jump in. I'll do it. And we were live on Twitch and we were talking and everything. And I got a lot of feedback positive feedback about you know how how well the podcast episode was and how well Madison did on the episode and so um a lot of people messaged me and said hey y'all should do something together or start your own thing and so we kind of talked about it a little bit and uh came up with the idea literally just this week and um so you can go follow us on our twitter at cc podcast underscore 22 um we don't have a lot of things going on right now literally it is like a brand new child essentially um so we'll have we'll have more stuff but tonight we are going to do a lot of spoilery type conversations so if you have not seen the following hawkeye season finale episode six or spider-man no way home then you can either take a pause right here go watch those and come back or you can just listen to it and hear our thoughts about both the tv show and the movie um because we do have thoughts, and we do have conversations about them. So um, I guess we'll start off with uh, Hawkeye, since that is since the season finale was literally today. Um, episode 6 of a great season, in my opinion. Um, I know Christian and I have talked about it plenty of times, but probably the best uh, Disney Plus project that Marvel has put out this, this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, I completely agree. It's, from beginning to end, it was just really good. And it was just entertaining. And I think that's the main thing you need to go for. I feel like some of these shows uh, gave up that to like build on lore and, or something else. And it just, what, it just sometimes didn't hit. And it felt kind of boring sometimes. Mm -hmm. But this show was just all fun and games because um, the story was not... It was easy to go follow, which doesn't, does not mean... That it's a bad thing mm -hmm. just because it's not complicated kind of story like you know with a bunch of twists and turns doesn't mean it's a bad thing sometimes a simple story with a good cast it's all you need and yep. this is what the show had and it was it, it worked yeah i mean yeah. the cast was phenomenal like you said with you know jeremy renner obviously as hawkeye uh Haley steinfeld coming back or coming into the mcu as kate bishop um yelena Florence Pugh, yeah, she's she in had, here. Like a minor or minor character. Yeah, and uh Vincent D'Onofrio 
coming in hot with yeah. Kingpin. And um, I can't pronounce the actress's name, but the Alakwa Cox. Or yeah, like, like yeah. Some, mm-hmm. Again, Echo, I can't pronounce it. Yeah, but Maya Lopez. Yeah, mm-hmm. Maya Lopez. Yeah. Um, yeah. Even the guy who played Kaz, he had a he had a like, oh, oh wow. Mm-hmm. Kazi, yeah. My yeah. bad, Kazi. Yeah, yeah. Kazi, yes. Um, uh, he actually had a kind of a heartfelt moment yeah. at the end yeah. uh, of his of well of him. Um, yeah, I didn't expect that either. So, no, I mean, I, I think I think it's safe to say that each episode, in my opinion, got better and better and better. Which I can't, I don't think I can say that about any of the other Disney Plus shows. Like I like like going back and watching them, like. Every episode. Now, granted, WandaVision had like what nine episodes or something. Nah. Yeah, I think it was, one, like, it was like eight. One of them had like more than six. It was, it was like eight. Yeah. That, now, from then on, it was. Six, yeah, it was but, six. Yeah, yeah WandaVision eight. had had a good like it. It had its fair share because every other week or every week people were talking about theories and fan predictions and and. Yeah, but look, I'm gonna say something. I think that show. The reason why it was like it was because. It was the first MCU show, right? Mm-hmm. And it was the first MCU project that we had since a long gap. Yeah, it's basically Spider Man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everyone was tuning into that show. Yeah, because it was just the first of. It was the first that it it could have been any show, mm-hmm. and we got the same treatment. If a Falcon Winter Soldier was the first one to come back, it would have people, gotten, people yeah. would have been on that episode on that show after every episode. How they were WandaVision, where like creating theories and. I think we were just craving Marvel content. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like I've met more people who watched WandaVision, but not have that have not watched Loki, or Falcon Winter Soldier, or What If, or even Hawkeye. And even I think Hawkeye is the best one because they kind of got like, oh yeah, it's a lot of shows. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't caught up with them yet, right? You know, but since that was the first one and that was the first project in like a year, yeah, for Marvel it. It had everyone's attention. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's the reason why that show got so, like, big. Yeah. Because it was just the first of so mm-hmm. in a long time. Uh, because it, after that, it just this year kind of caught up with how much oh. content, Marvel content, oh, yeah. um, came out. Mm-hmm. And that's not even talking about the movies. No. And I know people like who have still haven't seen Eternals, mm-hmm. or still haven't seen Shang-Chi. Or even Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Yeah, or like, even Venom. Like, yeah. And I know everyone sees... Or, Pretty much everyone sees Spider Man because that that's just Spider Man. You know? Yeah, it, it's yeah the name alone. Right, but some people, people just that's all the effort they want to put in just seeing Spider Man because they don't feel like going to movies every month. Basically, at this point, every month and seeing the next Marvel movie because it's like oh it's it's too much. Yeah, uh, it's too much. Yeah, but, it's too much. Yeah, we went to the theaters four times in the last <laughs> week. That is true. That is true. It it yeah no we we we've been. We've been to the theaters a lot, um, but yeah, that's that's why I think WandaVision just got so big. And and I don't want anybody to think like out there that says like, oh, these guys are hating on all the other, you know, shows and stuff. No, they they're good. Like they're there. Like I like when 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 I go and I see people's rankings, the the easiest thing that I can I can see personally is like, okay, how do I view it? How do I look at it? Like. I make a preference before I make any any kind of rankings that says I like all of these like all of these titles. I I enjoy them. I watch them. Like there wasn't one that I stopped, turned off, and said I'm done. I can't do this. Like not a single one. Even though there have been some that I've been like I've found myself during the episode just kind of on my phone and be like oh I gotta pay attention to what's going on. 
but like I don't think there is a one show or or title that I was like I can't do this. Now I will say I will admit if you would have asked me in January of 2021, hey, are you excited for Hawkeye? I would have been like, eh, probably not. Like, no. I mean, I'll watch it, but probably not. And then here we are in like the end of 2021, and I'm like, dude, Hawkeye is probably one of the best <laughs> like projects out there. Like, it's it's that good, and they did a phenomenal job. Um, all the all the writers, all the directors, um, really did a phenomenal job. I mean, I mean, just everything about it. Like, mm-hmm. the dialogue was good. The action was good. The action was amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, that episode three, I think, where the car chase, the car where chase. the camera was yeah. just doing a 360 mm-hmm. from the driver's the side to the passenger yeah. side to yeah. the rear. Like, I don't know, man. It, like, in terms of finales, like, WandaVision just had, like, a Marvel fight. You mm-hmm. know, no one was really punching. They were just kind of, like, grabbing and tackling. Yeah. There weren't any fighting, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Falcon Winter Soldier had a decent one, but... The Flag Smashers, you know, it, yeah. they were so underwhelming that they single-handedly brought down that show for me. <laughs> like, you know, sometimes a hero is only as good as their best villain, yep. and the Flag Smashers were just not they that good not, of a villain. Yeah. Um, Loki, it just felt like set up, you know, yeah. set up but no payoff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, a, a very big introduction right. to and, what's and, next. Right, of. and... and I'm not talking about, like, the looks of it. Because, like, yeah, it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to make it for, for the fact, like, the actual ending of it just didn't feel like the ending. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And I don't know. And I still don't like how the way they did King. He just seemed like a really awkward dude mm-hmm. to talk to. And he's right. like, dude, can you just, like, make sense? Like, can you stop <laughs> with these, like, riddles? Like, yeah, just, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, if you think I'm bad, wait till you meet my... Uh, when you beat the other one, yeah, it's like, other one. It's okay, like, well, can, can we meet this yeah, other one? Like, <laughs> you're creeping me out, man. Like, you um, and then uh, what if was like kind of like action packed? It was like style, but kind of little substance. Yeah, because it's what if you could just it's, literally throw whatever. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but this one, it was great. The action was great. There's a lot of things that are wrapped up. Um, the parallels between Ronan. Echo and Yelena, who are all characters that have been manipulated from their pain into doing acts that, that they kind of later kind of regret. regret. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they all did that. Ronan, with the death of his wife, or the, the snapping of his family, mm-hmm. led into him committing those acts that led to the show. Yep. Echo, who this whole time was mad at Ronan because she, she thought that he, he just went and up and killed her. Father. Yeah, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't him, right? It was uh, it was Ronan, but he got tipped off by like I think it, it was either I may I may be wrong, but I think it was Kingpin who tipped him off or Kazi that tipped yeah. him off and said, "Hey, kill him." Yeah, and they went to cut loose ends. Yeah, yeah, and um, and uh, obviously Elena, who this whole time was thinking like, "Oh, Hawkeye is the cause of my sister." She he is the reason why my sister's dead because mm-hmm. she wasn't there in war me. And like he's like legit when she asked him like why did you kill her? Like what really happened? And I was like, she, he's not gonna he's believe not, yeah, like, was... she's not gonna believe him. No. If he really tells her like, yeah, we were on this planet and red, we had to jump off the guy. Yeah, yeah no. we had to jump off this like 
Yeah, if he really told her what really happened, she'd be like, okay, yeah. and then just mm-hmm. ki- just kill him. But he had to, like, connect it to her um, that something, he, he had to say something that Yelena would have to believe, like, oh, shit, he's like, that's yeah. only something Natasha would know. Like, she wouldn't mm-hmm. share it with anyone unless they were really close. So, like, the parallels between those, and all three of them wrapped up. Uh, Maya figured out that I need to get away from these people and killed quote-unquote quote kill Kingpin. Ronan slash Hawkeye finally accepted his past. Or not, not, I wouldn't say finally, but Kate Bishop, the way he said it was, every once in a while you meet someone that just makes you better all yeah. around. Mm-hmm. And with that, and this finally closing up the Ronan storyline for him was good. And then Yelena finally got closure from his sister's death. And I really wanted them to hug. Like yeah. when yeah. he got up and I really wanted them to hug and yeah. just kind of, they both were close to Natasha. Yeah. And they were the only people who really were close to Natasha. I don't care what people say. I'm, I will never ship her and Hulk together. I don't know why they try to force no. this. Yeah. But was... those two are the only people like on earth besides like Red Guardian and yeah. But not even them. Like they weren't close like Yelena and Natasha mm-hmm. were. Those were the only two people on earth. I mean earth. Clint went to, like Clint's mission was to kill her. Yeah, and, and he, he was he like, didn't. like, like he even mentioned in the show, like the best shot I ever took was the one I didn't, I didn't take. Yeah. yeah, and it was like, right, and probably like Nick Fury, but like it's like a different kind of yeah. like love there. But mm-hmm. those two, Clint and Yelena, had an emotional connection that right. just Natasha didn't have with everyone, and I just really wanted them to hug. But they didn't, which I wish. They I, th- did. I think I think also something else that made me like emotional, uh, I would say, is the whistle. When she did it, yeah, like act, like she was legitimately about to kill him, and then he she did the whistle, in honor of her, because she because Yelena thought, oh, I'm gonna kill the guy who killed you, right. and then he did it back, and yeah. she was like, oh. I think Hawkeye did it first. I I, I, I know Hawkeye. Yeah, did he, it. yeah, they both did the whistle. I don't know who did it first, but they both whistled. Um, no, I I this episode was. I, I will say the one thing, if I can nitpick, the one thing I would is about Kazi's kind of very subtle ending. Now, I know, I know with Marvel, you can't really say someone's dead. And with Kazi getting stabbed, it kind of showed that he was dead. But, like, I would I would love to get his, like, like real killer instinct or, like, character in the Echo show. It would be another facet of this show that we have literally no, like, nothing about, no substance, no nothing. Um, it would be another layer to that show. Um, they kind of just up and killed him. I mean, like, yeah, he, he had to do what he had to do, and, like, maybe jealousy was a little bit a part of his, you know, motive, but, like, I don't know. I, I, I just feel like Kazi had a lot more left. Um, I, I think the dialogue with, I think, Kate, honestly, Kate and Yelena like literally just steals the show anytime they're on the screen together. Mm-hmm. Um, Florence Pugh and Haley Steinfeld are phenomenal together and I cannot wait to see them again in whatever project they're in next. Um, I, I think the the scene with that okay, they made Kingpin look so good. Like they made him look like an actual tank in this show, which in the comics he is a tank. Like I mean what Kate shot him with what two three arrows and he just like kind of broke him off and then broke all the all the arrows and Eleanor hits him with a fucking car and like, like gets up yeah he just gets up and then he gets blown up by by all the arrows gets up from that and walks and then you think after all of that 
a gunshot is going like I, like I don't know I if depending on how what side you are on in this episode because I tweeted out last night or I guess this morning when I watched it that this this episode alone will divide so many fans of Marvel that it's crazy and it has already like I've I've seen it I've watched it I've read it and if you think that they did him wrong or dirty then you're not looking at it as a big picture because he is still I, I'm putting it right now on pen and paper uh, that he is still alive and he will be the he will he will come back in Echo and that yeah, will be her I'm, I'm sure he's gonna have like an eye patch like for one eye yeah I think that's what we're gonna do because the the death was literally like off screen yeah you didn't like even see his body drop no, or you nothing you just heard a gun you just heard a gunshot. Um, and it could have been different. It could have been like he grabbed the barrel and then shot the air, and then yeah. that's when the episode cut. Like you don't know what happened. Exactly. You just, you just, they, she had a gun to him, cuts away, gunshot. We that's don't it. know like what happened. Um, maybe she did shoot him. Maybe yeah. he did get shot in the eye, but he can't die from that. No. And he'll just wear an eye patch. Yeah. You know, like that's it. So yeah, I don't think he's dead. Uh, definitely not. I mean, people thought Mysterio was still alive, and that dude was like so, so much more like probable like he's dead dead than this where it was just an off screen death mm-hmm. one gunshot against a tank like I don't know I don't think he's dead no it's kind of highly likely that he's gonna be in like Echo season yep. one or maybe show up a little bit for Hawkeye season two if they mm-hmm. do Hawkeye season that, that, that I mean I'm glad you said that because I, I really want there to be a yeah this is the season. first show where I do want a season two mm-hmm. like I don't think we need a WandaVision season two I'm like that's that's good the WandaVision, the name of it came from the show, and she created that. She manifested mm-hmm. that show out of memories from when she was a kid, so there is no reason. Well, her to... story also will continue in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, so, so... There's, there's no reason to do WandaVision to do. I don't think there's no reason to do Falcon Winter Soldier because that show was literally just him becoming Captain America. And again, his story will continue in Captain right, America. Right, so you don't need so that. There's, no, there's yeah. no season. We, yep. already, we already have a season two confirmed for Loki. Yeah, which... <laughs> uh, same what if so this show can literally do because they're not going to announce anything with Hawkeye like movie wise mm-hmm. um, and Kate again I mean I don't even mind seeing a Kate Bishop movie no, I wouldn't either. Uh, and Hawkeye is like a minor character like mm-hmm. she's the major character the main character and he's like a co- co-star I wouldn't mind seeing mm-hmm. that but I hope that if they do do that I don't want them to do that if it's going to take away from the magic that it, that is the show because 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 this was a show, you could do a lot more than a movie that a movie couldn't. Right. You could have a lot more banter, mm-hmm. a lot more solar scenes, uh, a lot more just like them just talking instead mm-hmm. of just constantly on the mission. Because this is the thing about movies, like some movies, you just they just feel like they're constantly like going place to place to place to place to place without just slowing down, just stopping and taking a break. Yeah, like want uh Kate's place in this in this show was like their HQ. Yeah. Like they always came back to yeah. it. They slept there. They talked about what they want to do next. They had their own little mini Christmas there. Like mm-hmm. Kate's place, or hit my bad, her aunt's place, aunt's place yeah. was like the hub, you yeah. know? Um, and in New York, they just kept going to different places. Mm-hmm. You know, they met people. They, they met the LARPers. You know, they they yeah. they uh, got they went to Eleanor's uh, house or Kate's house. Like, you know, like there they was other places. Around. Right, yeah. but they always came back to her. Her aunt's place, because that was like the hub. Central, that was the HQ. Right. Kind of, yeah. That's where they were doing all their, all their like, making the arrows, mm-hmm. patching themselves up after fights. 
And you, I feel like you can't do that in a movie unless the movie is very, very, like, bare bones. Like, yeah. There's not that much going on. But with the show, you can do stuff like that because you have just space to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the fact that it's a kind of like a corner that we've not seen with Marvel. Like, we haven't seen a street-level crime or under, like, ground-level crime, um, a mob-type crime yet, and... This did a really good job at saying like there are like you you may think of gods and and super villains like with super strength and stuff but like they're legit like mafias over here who are causing just as much trouble if not more yeah and like and the, there's some someone at the top of that so you got to figure that out yeah like the reveals like oh shit my mom's the one who hired Elena to kill you and mm-hmm. she's working with Kingpin like to me this felt like like Arrow season one. Uh, obviously minus the comedy because they weren't that much they weren't joking that much in Arrow but like in Arrow season 1 like there was the Black Archer and you found out that the Black Archer was like one of your parents' business partners and it's like the reveal of it like and that show again Bows and Arrows very ground level nothing supernatural mind you the show did get supernatural later on but like the first season was just very like grounded very like you know costume antics aside this is like oh this is like, you know, a superhero just trying to do things right, mm-hmm. trying to make things right. And, um, yeah, it just, this was great because I feel like Hawkeye in the beginning was only there just to get rid of the suit. So his reputation wasn't going to ruin. But as the show progressed and he learned about Kate's mom and, and he started to like Kate, mm-hmm. he was like, no, I'm going to stay here to help you. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and the one thing that... I think Marvel does go away from is they kind of lose track of like what actually like a like one of his one of Clint's main issues was I need to be home with on Christmas with my family yeah and he got that like he yeah. got to be there on Christmas with his family to open up with Kate which yeah. is I, I I mean that makes the most sense because well her mom's in jail yeah, so she yeah, can't she, deal with her and her dad's and, dead <laughs> she, and, I mean you and she, she doesn't want to spend with her mom's fiance so which. I think we all need to <laughs> apologize to Jack uh, because I, I there there were times where I would be sitting here talking to Madison. I was like, oh, I hate this guy. He's so sus. Like he he's just this douchebag. Like and then he just ends up being like a very nice like guy who just doesn't really. He's a weirdo. Yeah, he just he's just kind of. Well, I, I always felt he was kind of weird, but I just thought he was just villain weird. Yeah. Uh, he's still weird. No, no, yeah, um, he's still... but he's just just weird. Yeah, as opposed to villain weird. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I guess wrong about him too. I thought he would be like more of a charismatic villain, yeah. like a fun villain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's like a, one that's always serious. Like, you know, he's like, he's, he's a bad guy, but like, he's fun. He's has yeah. fun with it. Where, but no, he's just a weird dude. Yep. Um, so yeah, that worked out. Um, but I do hope that a season two happens because I want to see more of K. Bishop and Hawkeye. Yeah. Um, Hopefully under different circumstances, you know, not during Christmas. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't want to put the family through, like, you know, another tragic... Yeah. Well, I like, don't think there's going to be a season two. Like, I can see a spinoff for Kate or a movie or something, but, like, I mean, all we know is Hawkeye's been trying to get out of this for so long, and he yeah, was only in true. it because Kate accidentally put on his coat. <clears throat> It's true. So I, I feel like, no, there wouldn't be a season two. Because he, I mean, he's been trying to get out 
of this for way too long, and I feel like he needs he needs to be done. I don't think I see the thing about it is, is when I watched the show, I didn't feel that passing of the torch type, like I, I didn't feel like Clint was done. You know what I mean? Like I just felt like he was just like, yeah, I'll, I'll you can come stay with me and my family for a bit until things you know until you can get back on your feet or until you know what you're doing. But, like, I'm still Hawkeye. Like, you may be another good archer, but, like, until I'm done, like, you're still, you still got to learn. And so I, I kind of, I didn't feel that passing of the torch. Maybe some people did, and if you did, that's great. Um, I did not, and if that's the case, then I would like to see, I would like to see that. If it's in a movie, if it's in season two, if it's in something else, I mean... I would like to see him not die per se, but just kind of written off. Like, well, I was gonna say, um, I think he can just work as a mentor, where she can show up to the farm, yeah, and he'll train her. But that's it. Yeah, he's not going on mission. He's not leave his leaving his family. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't mind just him being like that. Yeah, just I mean, Jeremy Renner's even said he would love to like kind of be the leader of a West Coast Avengers type team. Which I think that'd be great. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just like Matt said. I don't think it'll make sense with his character because he's trying to get out of it. Should yeah. be done. Yeah. So all, I mean, with with as much as he's gone through, yeah. I I mean. Yeah, and he he lost his family. He had a, a very violent way of dealing with it, and he's they got you know they're they're back. He's good. They're good. I think mm-hmm. he's good. With like, but yeah, the, like I think the the most he would do would just be a mentor for Kate. Training her on the fundamentals of archery. Yeah. Not that she needs it, but like you could always learn more. Oh, yeah. You know? and no matter yeah. how good you are, you could always learn more. Exactly. Now, I can um, see a season two being something along uh, Laura and and then uh, Kate is along there with it. And I feel like it. I like I like where where you're going with that because we did get the confirmation that Laura Barton was an agent of or a, um, another reason why th- this episode is going to divide people is because of the whole Agents of Shield is it canon is it not well there was a character Bobby Morris in Agents of Shield who is now confirmed to be Laura Barton in the MCU so it's all confusing it, think what you want that's all I gotta say. Um, but it is confirmed that the watch that everybody was freaking out about and that Clint really wanted was her watch. And on the back of it, it had a shield logo with the number 19, meaning she is Mockingbird. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say I called it because I really didn't, I can't take that, that, you know, can't take it, but... I, did, I was on that train because that makes a lot of sense because in the comics, Bobby is married to Clint. You can easily write it and script it as Laura met Clint while they're on a mission or something. Mm-hmm. They fell in love. She wanted to get out of it to start a family. Nick Fury gave him or gave them that farmhouse. I mean, we saw that in Agents of... Or in, I'm, I'm sorry. Game. No, in no. Um, Ultron. Yeah. Um, well, and in Endgame. Um, but we saw, uh, even Tony was like, that's gotta be an agent. Like he called it. Like he was like, that's gotta be an agent. Like, uh, yeah, a little, I saw that little, a little callback 
to what at the time a lot of people thought was just a throwaway funny yeah. line. Mm-hmm. Like literally, like um, later in that scene when, um, no, not later in that scene. Uh, at the beginning of Avengers, when Phil folk folk Phil Coulson mm-hmm. shows up with the pepper and yeah. Tony. And she's like, Phil. And he's like, his first name's actually Agent. Yeah, Agent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, it's just a funny, you know, they gave Tony that really quick uh, witted humor. Yeah. And I thought that line in Agent Ultron was just like was just a throw. another, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like Tony Stark type humor. Um, but really? Which, which uh, <laughs> side note, Robert Downey Jr., like, I don't know how he does it, just kills it. He just, yeah. He, when it comes to that kind of, like, quick-witted humor, like those lines, mm-hmm. it's just really funny because he just delivers delivers it really well. Uh, but no, I was going to say, all in all, this is a show I expected nothing. Like, I didn't, wasn't looking forward to it. Literally, everything else I was looking forward to more. Like, Loki, I like Tom Hiddleston's Loki. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Captain America is, like, my favorite Marvel hero, like I even like him more than Spider Man. Yeah. So yeah, Falcon Winter Soldier. I was definitely looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Uh, WandaVision because of how uh, weird it was, you yeah. know, and and it still holds that attention. Like before this show, it definitely was still the best. Oh yeah, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But this show, it reminded me like, it, it, I just had fun with it. Like mm-hmm. even the the little stuff, like oh they did um, uh, Kingpin dirty. Like, I didn't watch Daredevil, so I yeah. have like no emotional connection. No, yeah. Um, and I didn't watch, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., so I had no connection to, uh, what was it, Mockingjay? Mockingbird. Mockingbird, my bad. Mockingbird. Um, so those didn't really bother me as much, um, but I do know Hawkeye, and Mm -hmm. I don't think it was anyone's favorite Avenger. I don't, I mean, he he very much took that backseat role, I think. But, I've never had a problem with him, like, um, Mm -hmm. I like... The archery, you know, it's fuck, it's cool. All the yep. trick arrows, um, and Haley Steinfeld just fit like a glove. Yes. Like it's, it was weird. It had the feeling of like, it, like she wasn't a new character. Like right. she just fit perfectly. Like I'm still having trouble sometimes accepting Tom Holland Spider Man. Sometimes, mm-hmm. like this last movie, which we're we'll getting into, it really did bring it home. But up until this movie, like even when I was watching Far From Home, which I gotta give that to you, but when I was watching Homecoming and Far From Home, there's moments where I'm like, "Yeah, I'm still, you know, trying to find that that footing where mm-hmm. like, yes, he's the perfect Spider-Man." Haley Steinfeld took like literally like 15 minutes, yeah, and I was like, from then on, she was just good, man. Never once questioned her role. This whole movie, I mean, I, I sometimes call her Kate instead of Haley, yeah, instead of her real name because yeah. I do that with uh, Robert Downey. I call him Tony sometimes because yeah. that's how good he is in that yeah. role and. This is how good she is in this role. And mm-hmm. I feel like if they give her enough good scripts and good... I think she can be one of the greats. Like, oh, was, yeah. Like, Logan and Wolverine... Or, Logan. Uh, Hugh Jackman and Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. Um, Robert Downey Jr. and Iron Man. Like, mm-hmm. you know how those actors are just, like, the embodiment yes. of that character? I feel like if they keep going, doing good by Haley Seinfeld, they're going to make comic books for Kate Bishop where they're going to model Kate Bishop mm-hmm. after Haley Seinfeld the same way how they model, like... Uh, Chris Evans oh, yeah, uh, his with, face yeah. and, mm-hmm. and the newer comics for Captain America yeah. or Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. for Tony mm-hmm. Stark like mm-hmm. they can do that with her because she was just so good she really is I cannot yeah. wait until she interacts with Spider-Man oh yeah or, or Miss Marvel or any of the young the young guys from yeah. uh, the, 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 these young Avengers mm-hmm. I cannot wait to they like interact because she's just so damn likable oh. she's so charismatic 
And I don't know. I don't think anyone has no, seen, seen this show doesn't like it. Yeah, that that's. I think across the board, that is probably the one thing that everyone, at least that I've seen or talked to, uh, have said. Um, Madison, what are your thoughts on the entire? I mean, we you watched it. What, what did you? What are your overall thoughts on Hawkeye? Um. Well, it was a really good show. Uh, I mean, um, there was a lot of good action scenes, a lot of good surprises. Um, I feel like the story went very smooth. It wasn't random or choppy or anything. Um, it kept my attention. So, by the I, way, that says a lot. Yeah, if 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 you ever listen when when Madison and I do our podcast uh, in the new year. Um, the way that Madison knows if she likes a movie or not is if she stays awake and it keeps her attention. There have been multiple times, and I'll, I'll use as an example. Um, she had mentioned a couple of streams ago, like on Twitch, that she had never seen New Mutants and she kind of was interested in seeing it. You know how that went. <laughs> you know how that went. Yeah. She fell asleep during it in like the first forty-five minutes, <laughs> and I didn't even wake her up. I didn't even. I, yeah. I wasn't nudging her. I was just like. Okay, <laughs> yeah. so that movie was low budget, and you could tell. Yeah, yeah, you mm-hmm. could tell. But continue. So. I mean, it was. I really enjoyed Hawkeye. Um, I don't. I don't know where to rank it between the other TV shows, but I. I think they're all different in their own ways. So I don't know if I can really uh, rank them. But I think it was a very good, very good TV show, and I'm kind of interested. To see where it takes place for Echo, because I feel like, yeah, she was a good character in this show, but I don't see her as a main character, Hmm. so I don't know where that's going to go, and if that will even uh, keep my attention. I mean, I was like, y'all, when I heard, when he told me Hawkeye was getting a TV show, I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) I guess I'll watch it, because I'm watching everything now, and I mean, yeah, it... They really did a fantastic job with, like, the camera angles and mm-hmm. acting and the chemistry between all the characters. I, I, I think it's really interesting that you bring up the Echo part because they announced Echo's TV series before Hawkeye even debuted. Yeah. Like, I mean, Hawkeye oh, really? was... Yeah, yes. yeah, and they announced it, it like, was like a couple on months. It was, like, on Disney Day or whatever yeah, a was. couple months ago. Oh, like, wow. It yeah, listed they, out a whole bunch. Yeah, they, they announced it, and it was very interesting um, to, to know that we haven't even, in like, we haven't even seen this character yet. No one has... We, we haven't even watched her on, on any kind of TV screen, and right. she's getting her own spinoff show. Like, it's, it's, so Marvel has their... That <laughs> they they believe in her, and so if, if Marvel believes in it, then I'll believe in her as well. So um, no, for me, honestly, guys, I really enjoyed this. Um, I think, like Christian said, WandaVision was easily up there as the number one before this show. Yeah. Um, this show just I I just really had like I mean pretty much everything copy and paste what Christian said. Um, had had a lot of fun with it. Um, I it's easy to watch. It was. It was. It was really. You didn't have to like know a lot about it. You just had to know. Okay, what is what's going on? You know, street level crime. Um, there is a guy at the top who is doing all this. There's no super abilities. There's no. It's it, just it, it's bow and arrows. Like yeah. <laughs> like it's very simple. Very. It felt very. Um. How do you put this? 
like it felt like it was a it was a good isolated project. Mm-hmm. You didn't even need to watch the Avengers no. to watch this because all you need to know is Kate when she was a little girl witnessed aliens attacking New York and she saw this guy, no powers, mm-hmm. no special abilities, fight like she said in the show aliens with the string yep. and the stick. Yep. And that's what inspired her. And mm-hmm. the, the show was very like comes around, goes around like. That's all you need. To, that's all you need to know in yeah. terms of Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. This show gave us a different set of Hawkeye that I just didn't really like think about. You know, when he was talking about Nat, when he was talking about his time as Ronan. Yeah, like that. You know, you, these movies never gave him like justice. You know, no. like, so you don't even you don't even need to watch anything to watch this. Whereas I feel like you need to watch like Infinity War and Endgame and. Age of Ultron to understand Wanda. Mm-hmm. You definitely need to watch at least Endgame, maybe Captain America 2, and Civil War to understand Falcon, mm-hmm. and Loki, the, all the Thor movies, Thor, obviously yeah. Infinity War when he dies. You know, you need to watch those projects, but this one you don't need to even watch Avengers. And even then, that's a good, that's a good movie, but you don't even need to watch it. Right. And you didn't, and this movie, you don't need to watch anything else afterwards. Like, mm-hmm. how, um, like you need to watch what if to get what's going on in Multiverse of Madness right. a little bit. You don't need to watch unless they announce like some movie and Echo's in there and so it's like, oh, you then you, gotta, you would probably watch Hawkeye yeah. yeah. to get to get what's going on in the And that's and that that's probably gonna be the case right. whenever but at the moment at the moment, yes. You don't yes. need to watch anything before. Right. Right. And this show's very isolated and that's good because I feel like that's a lot of people's major complaints from casual people where it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I gotta watch this and I gotta watch this and I gotta watch this. And I know that for us it's easy because this is our world. Yeah. This is what we're used to. But you gotta remember a lot of casual people have just, you know. We're a very small, I mean, it may yeah, be. They have short attention spans yeah. and they don't feel like watching all this, like mm-hmm. to get to watch this. And, and every time they do, it's like they gotta watch all these other shows. Like, just this year alone, you know, and it's still like a COVID-affected year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We had like, what, four movies and five shows. Oh, man. Uh, four shows and four movies. We definitely had, well, we had, and I, that, that's a good segue because I was going to ask you what your, in like your Disney Plus projects, all the TV shows I said, what yeah. would your rankings be of uh, Hawkeye, WandaVision, Loki, Captain, or Falcon and Winter Soldier, and What If? What would your rankings be? Uh, well, What If, like a five. Right, there are some good episodes, but the animation. I look. I'm used to anime. Mm-hmm. Japanese studios are beautifully animated, and I'm just used to that level yeah. of professionalism. Mm-hmm. And this just wasn't on that. You know, I know apples to oranges, but I just can't help it. Yeah. Um, right. And some of the lip syncing was off, mm-hmm. which is weird because when they dub animes, they have them perfect, and they have to work with how they animate in the Japanese studios. Mm-hmm. This is made by Americans, so I don't know how they had trouble lip syncing yeah. when they were recording it in the studio. But anyways, some episodes are great, some good ideas, but none epi- none of the episodes were long enough to really like explore these ideas, mm-hmm. and the ending felt like in-game 2.0. I will say this about What If. Well, I'll, I'll say it before I do mine. Okay. Go, go ahead. But yeah, it, it, the ending felt like in-game 2.0, mm-hmm. like so. Five. Uh, then above that, uh, Loki and... Falcon Winter Soldier are like both sixes, 
where they la- where one show lacks, the other one exceeds, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So Loki was good with the banter, the chemistry. Actually, Waka Falcon and Winter Soldier was good with the chemistry there. Zemo was great. I thought he was cool, funny dude, very suave. Um, Flag Smashers were just a letdown, and they were a very big part of the show because there was no subplots. Right. Like Hawkeye had subplots with Maya, you know, mm-hmm. and, and 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 Kingpin, and and even Eleanor's mom. There were subplots. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Falcon and Soldier. It was just that, was and that was a letdown. And Loki again. The banter between Mobius and um, Loki was great. The TVA's the concept was good. I just don't like the way they executed it, and the ending just felt like set up. So they both have their goods and bads. So they're both sixes. Mm-hmm. Above that, it's like one division, which I give it an eight. And then honestly, this show is number one. Honest to God, I give it a ten out of ten. Wow! Like I have okay. no complaints about it. Like my complaints are like just small little nitpicks. Yeah. But I love the fact that it was in New York. It was in Christmas. Yep. It just felt very Christmassy, even mm-hmm. though it's a superhero show. Kate was great. Elena was great. I love the intro to episode five. Elena, I mean, I, that intro made me think like, why would you just get a Black Widow show mm-hmm. starring Elena? Like, yep. so many good moments came out of the show. It was just really fun. I just really fucking love the show. And so yes, I give it a ten out of ten. Like wow. I just really liked it, and I don't ever give ten out of ten. Uh, yeah, no, I was about to say that's yeah, it's high praise there. Right, Madison. What about you? The rankings. Yes, like where would you out of the I guess five that we got, the five TV shows, Hawkeye, What If, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, and One Division. What would you? Where would you put them at? Uh. What's your What's your bottom? What's your last one? What if? Okay, that's I okay. Did not like what if. Yeah, I know you didn't. Uh, <laughs> step up from that. <laughs> guys, there would, there would be times where she would get off of school. She's a teacher. She would get home from school and she would be like. Hey, did we miss anything? I said, Oh yeah, the, the new What If episode was pretty good today. You might want to watch it. And she'd just be like, Okay, like I will. And I was like, I don't think you will. But okay, so What If is last. What is four? Falcon and Winter Soldier. Okay, what is three? Ooh, um, maybe WandaVision. Okay, two. Loki. One. Hawkeye. Okay, okay. Actually, no. I'm gonna put Loki above Hawkeye. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Loki's my top. Okay. Um, for me, it is what if, and what I was gonna mention, Christian, is it felt like the episodes that they put a lot of emphasis on are the ones that they want to bring into live action. Mm-hmm. Multiverse of Madness with Doctor Strange. Yeah. 3. I, like. Yeah, I said it. I don't think I. No, yeah, I definitely didn't say it last week, but because uh, I didn't know that he was gonna be right, this movie. Yeah. Uh, Supreme or Strange Supreme, mm-hmm. the evil yeah. Doctor Strange, is definitely like probably the best character to come out of whatever. Like mm-hmm. probably behind Star Lord's or Black T'Challa's Star Lord. Yeah, because that, that was like my second favorite because mm-hmm. he was just so damn charismatic. He, he really was right. But the first best character and the most OP character I've ever seen. Yeah, was definitely uh, Strange Supreme. He was just so cool. Uh, and he was a complex character, not just a bad guy, just to be a bad guy. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was inherently a bad guy, but it got there because out of grief, yeah. out of sadness, not because of uh, greediness or or just like, oh, I want power. He, yeah. he was like, I want power, but not because I want power, because I want to reverse the spell mm-hmm. to, to break, to keep Rachel alive. Like, 
that's good, you yeah. know. So uh, the fact that he's coming up in this new stranger, I'm like, oh, so cool. Uh, yeah. And we're gonna see Big Benny coming back and like basically a bunch of white makeup. Oh, but yeah, yeah. yeah. And just he's talking to himself, right? And, uh, <laughs> that's cool, man. I think that's, that's really cool. Um, so I think for me, number five, and, and again, let me preface this by saying I like all these titles. Just put that out there. Five is what if. Four is Falcon Winter Soldier again. Black Smasher just really drunk that. <laughs> You're really drunk it now. Um, yeah. I think for what if I give it a six out of ten. For Falcon Winter Soldier, I gave it a six point five out of ten. Uh, maybe seven. It depends on my rewatch. Um, next would have to be Loki. Um, I I think a lot of it will have to do with how well what comes after it like like how well Kang is in Ant-Man and how well they like are they going to go back into Loki and like you know reference it are they going to mention things that happen in Loki what is season 2 going to look like um so that that all Loki I give a 7.5 out of 10 uh WandaVision I gave an 8 out of 10 I think it's great I love the introduction I thought it was different which is what Marvel needed um, at its time, and then uh, Hawkeye, I give a 9 out of 10. It was literally everything that I wanted. I was very happy with it. Of course, people can nitpick all they want, and that's fine. It is your opinion, but mm-hmm. um, that would be my ranking. So I think overall, Hawkeye is pretty pretty much high up there on all of our list, at least. Are we going to be grandparents taking our grandchildren to go see new Marvel movies? Yes. Because the timeline just will keep evolving? Yes. Oh. What, what, what kind of question is that? I yes. didn't know if they were going to have a plan to stop. I don't think they are. Like, this is... Like, so are we going to die never knowing what's going to happen? This well, is... Well, me either. I was going to say, this is the first time it's ever happened in... Well, cinema. Yeah, like I mean, this is right now. We we live in a time where our technology is caught up, where we can do movies like this. Yeah, like just they look this cool, right? Mm-hmm. And superheroes aren't this nerd thing. Like mm-hmm. when I was in high school, it's like, oh, you, you read comics? What? Like, uh, and I'm yeah. pretty sure when you were in high oh, school, yeah. like, and I was in high school back in I graduated in 2017. It wasn't even that long ago, right? It's crazy because I graduated college in 2017. Right. So like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I know that there was people that were cool with it in high school, but you could not go up like on stage and like talk about Spider Man and just mm-hmm. be like half of the crowd would be like what half of the crowd will like cool that guy likes Spider Man, but the other half were like what the fuck is this guy talking yeah, about? Yeah. Now it's weird if you didn't see Spider Man, mm-hmm. like you didn't see Spider Man, you're like everyone, everyone's seen Spider Man, yeah. And I honestly don't know. I thought about that. We're young. At the moment, so I know. At the moment. At the moment, yeah. So you know, we're gonna see a good bit, but I don't know how far they're gonna go. Like, I, I don't know Kevin Feige's like calendar. Like, how far is his calendar? I yeah, know yeah. he has projects that he definitely hasn't um, talked to the um, to the public. Like, I know that guy's working hard. Oh yeah. Like all these projects, but like, how far is it? Like, does he see an, an end, end? Like, yeah. to all of this, and I don't think. At the moment, there's no, there's, there's no, no end. end. Like, I don't know, maybe ten years. I don't even think ten years from now. But like, I mean, we have we have movies that are up to twenty twenty four at least right, right now. So like, I mean, you put it in perspective. Yes, that's two years almost away. But like, there's so much. There's more. so much. I mean, that's even announced. Like, 
we still aren't going to get Fantastic Four. We and still haven't. Our... We still. But okay, yes, we we don't have anything on Fantastic. We have a title. We don't even have a title or a mention of X Men yet. I didn't know we didn't have a title. Yeah, we just have a logo. The logo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it could be called Fantastic Four colon something something something. Yeah. Or just maybe just Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Four. But we don't even know. No. We just have a logo. But and... that's coming out like in like a year and a half. Right. And so like, there's so much. And yeah, so and much I know they're do. gonna do the X Men. Like, mm-hmm. I know they are. They have to. I know they're gonna do like, um, Galactus at some point. They're I, gonna I will, do King, and that will, that's that villain's gonna last oh. for a bit. And then all these shows coming out, and like, there's just there's just like, and then like there's games coming mm-hmm. out, uh, which are becoming like really good, like, like superhero games in terms of like, the ones that are really 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 good. Are the Batman Arkham games and Spider Man? Yeah, like, those are the ones that are really fantastical. They capture the hero perfectly. Mm-hmm. There are other games, but they do not match not, the no. level of these games. No. Um, so like, I don't know, man. Like, I will say, I will say this. From a comic book standpoint, it's probably going to go as far as like comics go. Like, yeah, there's so much like and, source and, material. I mean. You that's look, that. It's like anime. Have you noticed? I don't think you watch. You you don't watch anime, do you? I mean, not often. Oh, not. but dude, there's so many anime animes that come out because they just pump out mangas yeah. like crazy, mm-hmm. and animes are just based off of manga. I mean, you look at look at you could make. I mean, just in your head, you don't have to say it out loud. Or just think about all the interactions you can have between characters that we haven't even seen yet. Yeah, like. And then you add in this facet, which is kind of a good segue, because now we're going to talk about Spider-Man. So, again, a spoiler warning if you have not seen this movie. It has been almost a week. Actually, when this episode comes out, it has been a week. Yeah. If you have not gotten the opportunity to go see it, please do not do not get spoiled. Yeah. Um, skim past this part, because uh, we're about to talk about it. Because of Spider-Man, no one knowing who Spider-Man is anymore, that is new introduction to, like... Clint, you know, Hawkeye introducing himself or knowing who Spider-Man is. Like, like that is a whole new facet. I mean, it's a new chapter. So as long as these, you know, interactions, these new characters come out, these, you know, it, it's, it's, it's ongoing. But um, on to Spider-Man No Way Home. Wow. Um, Christian, how many times have you seen it? I want to see it once, but I do okay. want to see it again. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just... When we saw it, I literally worked that Friday, that oh, Saturday, yeah. that so Sunday, mean, that Monday, yeah. and that Tuesday, uh, and it has been a busy, yeah. busy week. Oh, oh yeah. man! I mean, oh man, it was so busy, man. Like I, I'm so glad we had a clean. We have a cleaning crew mm-hmm. uh, from the movie that from the moment that movie came out to the end of December, and we only get them on Saturdays, wow. just Saturdays. We're getting them for like fourteen, like sixteen days, Jeez. because of how busy that movie is. Like that movie. Ugh. It was well, good. It was good for movie for movie theaters. Oh, because yeah. I was checking the numbers and oh my god. I mean, it's up. It's close to like seven fifty, like mil right now. No, yeah, no. I was just looking. That's that's. See, when you get to the millions, that number is so big that I I feel like a lot of people don't fathom. Mm-hmm. Like that's a huge number. Yeah. At Malco, I mean, you can check how many tickets have been sold each day, and we were breaking like. 600 700 a day jesus a day that's wild and that's uh, crazy. funny enough it was busy it was but it still didn't break how busy black panther was that like I, i'm telling you uh if you're listening i you know i work at the movies first experience nothing has topped black panther 
not Infinity War, not Endgame, not Spider-Man. Black Panther was on a whole nother level when when it came to how busy that freaking movie was. Like, mm. ugh, it was, it was crazy. But yeah, yeah. Uh, so when I saw it, I worked every day. And I was mm. there till like 2 a.m. every day. That's... So I didn't get a chance to see it. But now that I'm off... I'll probably see it uh, sometime this week because I'm off for like the next week. So uh, I definitely want to see it. Like, it's funny. Last night I saw The Matrix mm. and um, we we called it in to start it up. But they actually started up Spider-Man and <laughs> and we called them up and like, hey, uh, we said The Matrix. And the guy was like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's just lately every every request every, is for Spider-Man. So I just want an autopilot mode. Yeah. And low-key, I was going to tell my, um, the person I was seeing with like, let's just play this yeah just, but now we stopped it we, we started the matrix um and we finished that movie but i low-key was like let's just watch this because yeah. i know he wanted to go see it again yeah and i know i wanted to go see it again but we we told each other like we're gonna see matrix for, you know mm-hmm. we, we watched it but um yeah I, i'm definitely gonna see it again well I, I know for those listening uh me christian madison josh darren and hunter all went to the movies on last thursday on yeah. premiere night um, I guess premiere evening because we went at four o'clock. We um, tried to go like at, yeah to six o'clock, but yeah, we tried to go later, but you know, it it is what it is. But we all saw the movie. Um, the next day, Madison and I saw it again, and then on Sunday, Mad- Madison and I saw it again <laughs> with my parents. Um, so, and IMAX. And IMAX. Um, if if you are watching this and you have the chance to go see IMAX, it is amazing. But don't, don't get, sit in the front <laughs> don't row. Get, don't get, my mom got tickets. And she sat us in the very front row. <laughs> it was the only ones that she could get. Yes, but so, hey, we were in the theater. But don't do it. Yeah, it, my neck was hurting afterwards. But uh, regardless, uh, it is I, I hands down. I think this is top tier Spider-Man movie. Um, top tier movie in general. I think so. I mean, it, it's up there. In, I mean, we watched it three times, guys. I mean, it, it's it's up there in my MCU list. It, it may be, like, I have it right now as, like, number three um, in my MCU rankings um, behind Endgame and Infinity War. Um, but it is it is a really good movie. Um, yeah. I, I really, honestly, I don't even know if I could spoil it because I don't have the words to, like, it, it, it's just really good. <laughs> like, I, I mean... Uh, obviously, you have the returning villains of uh, Doc Ock and Alfred Molina, and you have uh, Willem Dafoe, who, God, he was so good in this movie. I mean, literally, just every every scene he did, he stole the show. Um, he was amazing in it. Jamie Foxx as Electro was also really good in it. It was an improvement. Yes, a very yeah. big improvement. You yeah. couldn't tell that there was like some odd years in between. These yeah. villains. Yeah, he looked younger this yeah. movie. He really did. <laughs> the even even the even uh Dr. Connors was like, hey, your your teeth were messed up, you had a comb over, you <laughs> like what's going on? what happened with you? Like yeah. it, so they the the subtle, you know, changes that they have um to these characters was really good. Um obviously Sandman and Lizard, they you know, you didn't really get to see the actors um who portrayed them until the very end. Um but I think the biggest thing is the return of Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Um, just a phenomenal experience uh, seeing those two return in the fashion that they returned. Um, I mean, I think every theater that we went into, like, cheered. Yeah. Like, 
loud cheers. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the movie that we went into, all of us. I mean that they went crazy. Like yeah. it, it, it was a very that atmosphere was really really good. Um, that was the first time I've been in a theater like that. Man, you I, should, you should never, have seen Endgame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Endgame was <laughs> like <laughs> that was before JT's. Yeah. So I wouldn't know. Yeah. No, I gotta say, like I think you brought it up that night, but I gotta admit, man, I think Endgame was a slightly little bit bigger. I than think so. Movie. I think so too. Yeah, because. That movie, there's just so many characters so, in that movie, yes. and this was just Spider Man. Now, I'm not saying that this wasn't big; it was huge. huge. But Endgame had literally everyone, like yes. everyone, Every, so <laughs> much so that Spider Man was actually overshadowed. Yeah, because how, how much people they were in the movie. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, and they're fighting Thanos, like the ultimate bad guy, mm-hmm. and this is a culmination of eight years. Yeah, that when Endgame came out, of just they were building the substance. Actually, if you want to. Um, be very technical when Thanos was introduced in Avengers. So from 2012 to 2019? 18, 18, 19, yeah. I think it was 19. Yeah, 19, yeah. Uh, yeah. So really seven years, seven years right? Yeah. But that's a long time because they planned Thanos to be since Avengers. So like I think that was a little bit bigger in terms of the theater experience. Yeah. Uh, I don't think nothing matched up when Mjolnir was oh, picked up by Cap. That oh, was yeah. like I was yelling yes it felt like a concert it was like it was like <laughs> oh it was like an uproar and then there was an even bigger uproar when cap said avengers a symbol a symbol yeah. like yeah. and they were charging man i can goosebumps, goosebumps. Yeah. goosebumps. Yeah. Yeah. hairs are standing up and it was like a long shot like we were all shouting as long as they were shouting yeah like when they were shouting for like those 15 seconds, which isn't a long time. But if you actually think about it, 15 <laughs> seconds isn't a long time. Yeah. People were shouting for 15 seconds. Like, they took a breath halfway yeah. and then shouted again. Like, that's yeah. how epic yep. that experience was. And that whole ending fight scene was movie magic. Oh, I mean, it, it was like, yes. they pulled out all the stops. Yeah. Uh, so I feel like, looking back, I think Avengers Endgame still was a slight little bit bigger. But... I think I think this, this, one, this one hit a little bit differently because yeah. it was... It hit it, nostalgia. Yeah, like, uh, yes. The older generation that grew up with him. I mean, I hadn't seen Andrew Garfield existed until like a week or two before <laughs> I even saw this movie. And so, I mean, seeing even, Tobey Maguire yeah. with Tom Holland and them have uh, conversations was just, I don't know. It even was my mom. Wonderful. My mom, like, I was like, when, when. Ned did the whole portal thing. I looked over at her, and she just had this grin. Because she grew up, like, she watched me grow up with those, like, early 2000 characters. And so she was, like, grinning because she remembered, like, how big they were. And, like, Mm -hmm. like, it was, like, the nostalgia of just having those characters back and seriously just just seeing them again all united as one. It, It... they mesh so well. Yes, and of course, of course, everyone kind of had, you know, okay, yeah, they're gonna, they're definitely sure. But there, there was a little bit of doubt, I think, in everyone. Yeah. Like, I think there was yeah, a little well, bit of doubt. Doubt for what? Like, they, they weren't gonna be in the movie. Like, oh, yeah. Like, I think it was because we waited too long. Like, there was so long of a time that someone leaked this, that they were mm-hmm. gonna be in it, and then so much time later, we got. To thinking in our heads and now we're hyping ourselves up and we don't want to get let down mm-hmm. and so I I told myself going into the movie I told you and I think that's what helped me like the movie even better is I told myself that um, 
I would absolutely love to see these two characters, mm-hmm. no matter how long. Mm-hmm. Maybe if it was just a 10-second blurb of him in the distance or something. Like, I just wanted to see them. And then when I went into the movie and I actually had them for half of the movie, like, I think that's what made it so much better. I also, yeah, I mean, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think the time, I think their their length of screen time was pretty good. Like, I, yeah. I, they, they weren't, they didn't overshadow anything, but they also didn't, like, they weren't, like they they didn't get cut off like mm-hmm. when it was you know when they yes. when they needed to I, I think it was a pretty good um, amount of time I think um, Tom Holland just acted his ass off in this movie mm-hmm. I mean he he did he he really did phenomenal um, I think uh, uh, really it's just it just comes down to like a love letter to Spider Man fans mm-hmm. I mean when you come when you think about it yeah um, it literally is just depending I've always I've always said this about the whole the whole Spider-Man debate it is the exact same debate when you look at it in sports and you say who's better Jordan Bryant or James being Michael Jordan Kobe Bryant LeBron James it is the same exact argument with Tom Holland Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire whatever you grew up with that is going to be your Spider-Man or your favorite player right you can go back, like, old heads like me, who can go back and say, I remember growing up with these two characters. I remember watching the end of Jordan. Right. I remember growing up with Kobe. Right. And I remember now I'm watching LeBron. I can say this exact same thing with Tony Maguire. Yeah. And Andrew Garfield and Tom Holland. So, really, it is a generational conversation. And this movie puts that all to the side and says, here they all are. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Like, and and I think that is I think that is really just a perfect way of saying like, hey, like thank you to these guys and thank you to the fans who have really wanted this and here you go this is what you get. Um, there are I will say not every movie is perfect. There are some uh, things that needed to be fixed a little bit. I think it is I think it was a little weird um, that you know the whole reason behind why they got into the you know the, the multiverse situation um after seeing it seeing it a third time i also thought it was there's a little loophole in here that that i don't know if they caught but electro didn't know who spider-man was he didn't know who he didn't know that peter parker was spider-man yeah so how did he get in you know what i mean like like is it because jamie fox is jamie fox like again it, right and a lot of these characters when did Green Goblin find out Peter Parker was Spider-Man? At the very end. Like, yeah. Literally like, right before he died. Right. And when did Doc Ock find out? In the in the end moments of him dying. And why didn't they send him back again? Because they didn't want him to die. They didn't want him to die. And they sent him back to where they went to, so they, they died. See, I see. I don't That's know. I see, yeah. I don't know if they... I, like, see, I know they cured him at the end. Yeah, so the, whole, like, the whole point of the movie was, you know, Doctor Strange wanted to send these people back okay peter parker messed up dr strange's spell all these characters came in that knew peter parker was spider-man they came in and they were you know they peter had to capture them all which he did and then dr strange was like okay i'm gonna send him back but then in dialogue and in banter and talking um peter finds out that they all die at the hands of a spider-man and so that he's like um okay that's not cool i need to give them a second chance he does what happens when a bad guy gets a second chance. He just becomes evil, more evil. And so they all break loose because of Green Goblin. 
And after that, they all form this, like, well, I will say Doc Ock gets cured. He gets control of the tentacles. He becomes a better guy. And so he is, like, kind of like an anti-hero almost. He helps the... The, uh, the the Spider Man in the final battle, but yeah, but I don't think he needed to be because he cured himself at the end of Spider Man too. I mean, he yeah, he overcame it. Yeah. So like <laughs> my I guess my question would be like if they're cured now, like if Lizard is back to being Doc Connors and Electro doesn't have a, his electricity any anymore and Sandman is back to being Flint Marco when they go back to their are they still the same? Like, like is is? I think they go back into like an alternate reality. Where's the where they never meet Spider Man? Yeah, where they yeah where they never had to do something. They never had okay. to do the fight because they never got evil. Because okay. now they're going back in without evil in them, and so they never. So they're going back into an alternate universe. Because that that's a good question, Christian. What you said was like, when did they find out? Because even in that scene when he was when they were talking about. How they find out? He was like, I had Doc Ock even said he said I had Spider Man by the throat, and then and then he like blanked out and he was like, so when like when is that? I mean that's 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 what you're gonna fall into when you're when you're trying to connect three different generations of movies, three different timelines, three different directors. I mean you're just not everything's gonna line up, right? And you're gonna do your best with it. Yeah, that I mean that is that is true. I, I'm gonna be honest with you though, but like, let's be honest. If a DC movie pulled something like this, everyone would be ridiculing it mm-hmm. and talking shit about it on the internet. Like if the Flash, who also deals with multiverses and time travel, had this level of like, just that's a lot of holes. Mm-hmm. Nobody, oh, this is bad. You know, it's, I know they would because that's what happens. Even DC's best projects still get you know. Yeah. And I just feel like this movie just. Sometimes some of the parts get to pass because of Spider Man. Yeah. And I was gonna say that leading up to um when you said the whole like LeBron, Brian, mm-hmm. James debate. Um, even though I grew up with Toby McGuire's Spider Man, I never felt like he was my Spider Man. Because uh, even when I was younger I realized his movies were goofy and the only reason why they were good is because the villains were good. Yes. Willem Dafoe made the first movie. Yeah. And Doc, uh, Alfred Molina made, made the second movie. Yep. And if it wasn't for them, you would just have Peter going, my back, and uh, up, yeah. up, and away. Went. Like, yeah. It's goofy. <laughs> yeah. And he's just, he's a goofy dude. Mm-hmm. Um, especially when he was younger. I mean, he's good now. He's really, he's really yeah. gotten better. And he's more chill with his fucking weird faces. Um, but the reason why those movies hold up is because the villains are great. Surprisingly, the CG is fucking good, mm-hmm. and you know your side characters, J. Jonah Jameson's every scene with J. Jonah Jameson and the original trilogy was just so fun, so funny. Yeah, he got the character. I yeah. mean, he was doing poses just like the comic book, you know, waving a newspaper, yeah, with a cigar, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but if you think about like the three, like MJ, Tobey Maguire, and and Harry Osborn, like James Franco's, they were. You know, okay, but the reason why those movies are so loved is because, well, one, it's like, you know, it's the one you grew up with, but two, the reason why they were any semblance of, like, they're good is the villains were good. Yeah. But he, I never felt like he was my Spider-Man. Uh, Andrew Garfield, I just couldn't get into the movies, mm-hmm. um, but I will say that of the three, when they popped up in this movie, he was my favorite one. And I feel like if he has a good writing team behind him, 
he is definitely the best Spider-Man between the three. If they gave him a good writing team, mm-hmm. because I feel like the, the script did him dirty, but that dude was the best one. Of the three, was definitely the best one. And if they just gave him a good fucking writing team, someone with good script writing and all that, mm-hmm. good director, he could easily be the best one. Because he just killed it, in my opinion. The best Spider-Man. And he was there for like a, a third of them, or half of the movie, yeah. third of the movie, whatever. He was just on point with all of his lines, like... I mean, he, he really does it. I mean, he, yeah, he's a I, phenomenal actor. I think actor. there's a rumor that there's going well, to be Well, another... I mean, yeah, I was going to bring that up. Um, but I don't with, know why. What you said. After this movie, of course it happens when you see dollar signs and yeah. these, these these big box office names like, uh, like Sony and Marvel and stuff. They always look for, okay, what can we do next? Right. And now the rumor is, uh, again, rumor, take it with a grain of salt, however you want. Um, that if Sony wants to do a Spider-Verse type situation, it'd be Andrew Garfield. I wouldn't mind it. that, but I just I just need them to get some better writers. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's what killed it in the first movies. Like, they didn't do good. Mm-hmm. Because, in my opinion, his suit is so better. Like, I'm going to be honest with you. His suit and one and two are better than any of Tom Holland's suit. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just be honest. Like, his suits are look very formulaic. Uh, but his, I love his big eyes. Big, I, big I've eyes, told yeah. you many times. Looks, he looks like the most comic book accurate Spider-Man. He just looks so good, goddamn good. And if you, and his web swinging sequences were the mm-hmm. best one of the three. I mean, when he's swinging, when he's going through the scaffolding, and then Amazing Spider-Man one and two, it just looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way that Spider-Man two opened, where it was the black, the uh, it was a black screen with the red Spider-Man and logo, he just falls. and it's just yeah. dude, that was so good. Like, yeah. why was that so good? I, I will say this though. To add on to what you said earlier about Tobey Maguire and their villains, that's that that's really what hurt the Amazing Spider-Man. That, yeah, I mean, same that, thing with the villains. Yeah, yes. they they are villains. They were yeah. not good. They were not good. They were not good. Right. Especially, I know Amazing Spider-Man Two gets shat on a lot. Yeah, but it's because no, I I agree. I agree. Like, like I said, if they give him a better team, yes, obviously a get someone of, with better costume design because the only thing they got right was a suit. Yeah. I mean, I'll, t- I'll admit, I do like Rhino's metal-looking yeah. like aesthetic. Other than that, though, everyone else just kind of like, what am I looking at? Yeah. Uh, Harry Osborn looked like a freaking like zombie. <laughs> like, he looked so weird. weird. It was so yeah. weird. And, Electro... and, the thing about, and the thing about it was is he was in it for like five minutes. I know. Like, was, he, was... like he gets headbutted, and then he like is done. It's so weird. And, and it, I just... Electro looks like a goodwill version of... <laughs> Mr. Manhattan. You know, he just looks like a he's blue. blue. Yeah. He's just blue. blue. Like, uh, and then Lizard just, just <sighs> looks bad. Yeah. Um, but, so I didn't, uh, Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man didn't resonate with me. He wasn't my Spider-Man. Tom Holland's Spider-Man, I was trying, like I, like yeah. I said earlier, yeah. remember I told you how Holly Steinfeld took me 15 minutes and yep. I was like, oh, I love her. I Up until this movie, I was still trying to find my footing with Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. Like, trying to like accept him as my Spider-Man. Yeah. Even at the ending, which I really did like how the movie ended, I still don't think he's my Spider-Man. Like, I I can't either one of the yeah. three. For me, my Spider-Man is definitely the PS4 Spider-Man. Oh, yeah, no. And even um, if we're just talking movies, I resonate with Miles. The, the message the, that that yeah. movie came out with, the, with that movie, mm-hmm. how they did. Let's do this one more time. Yep. My name is Miles Morales. I'm yeah. Spider-Man. And yeah. then let's do this again. My name is Peter Parker. Yep. I'm Spider-Man. Oh, mm-hmm. let's do this again. My name is uh, Gwen Stacy. Yeah. I'm Spider-Man. 
that movie had the message of anyone can be Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Anyone behind the mask. Yep. And that, in my opinion, is the most... That is a much contemporary take on Spider-Man. That I feel like the outdated... With great power comes great response. I yeah. feel like that's outdated. Like, it, it's, it's good, but... The mm-hmm. newer one is anyone can be Spider-Man. Anyone yep. can be a hero mm-hmm. because Spider-Man is a symbol. The, and yep. I like mm-hmm. that take of Spider-Man more than the with great power comes great responsibility. Like I just feel like even when I was a kid, that line to me was like, man, that's very like, you know what I mean? But yeah, I, this is just a me thing, obviously. Right. Like right. this is my personal like take on it. Mm-hmm. But um, because of all of this, the reason why I'm saying all this is. I didn't get, like, super hyped. I did get hyped, but not, like, as hyped as, like, Josh was when Toby showed up. Mm-hmm. Or other people, because I know people grew up with Andrew Garfield. Right. That's their Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, or, obviously, there's people who just love Tom Holland. That's their Spider-Man. I didn't get hyped with anyone because none of them were really my Spider-Man. Uh, it didn't hit me until Miles Morales. That movie made me cry. That movie made me... Like the hip hop aesthetic, the yeah. animation was beautiful. It was really the, good. I just oh, yeah. everything about that movie I love. It was funny. It was cool. It was very like contemporary, young, mm-hmm. fresh. Something just like wow, this is awesome. Um, and that's why that movie to me is still like the best Spider Man movie. Uh, if we're talking about all of them, talking yeah. about all of them, right? Um, but Spider Man No Way Home is definitely like I don't think it doesn't matter who you're talking to. It's gonna be in everyone's top three. Yes. Like I, I out of so. all the Spider movies, I think if ever if you talk to everyone who's seen all, all of them, everyone's gonna have this movie in their top three, whether it be one or two, two or, or three. three. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, without a doubt. Yeah, I've I've seen a I mean a majority of people, um, who 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 said it, it's their top three, top two, or top whatever their favorite yeah, their one, first, yeah. yeah, their first one. Um, no, I, I think I think a lot of, I think what drives this movie really is not not the story it's not the villains it's 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 not the it's really like nostalgic like that is what this movie drives uh, drives upon and i and i mentioned this a couple podcasts ago and i said the reason that this movie is killing it in ticket sales is because yes you have your small one percent of people who who are nerds and who who do podcasts and who write about this stuff and and people like us but if, again, I'll take my parents as an example. They wanted to go see it because they heard a small chance that they might get to see someone that they watched 10, 15 years ago mm. come back on a screen to play this character again. Like, oh yeah, I'll buy a ticket, I'll see that. Like, that, I think in the in the movies that we went to, the first the first time with all of us, that was the loudest that I, that I heard of the three. The second one, I feel like was a lot of emotional crowd like I feel like I heard a lot of like sniffles and a lot of like yeah like and then the third one in the IMAX one it was more of like oh my god like like shock yeah. like like if I could delayed yeah a lot of a lot of like oh that actually happened like what like what mm. um and I feel like the nostalgic feel of this movie having all these characters back having you know the Spider-Man having the villains having you know just just all this plus the nuances or the, the the newness of um you know bringing doctor strange into it and opening up the multiverse like there here's a concept that we're you know we again like he no, says frighteningly little. little 
and he is opening this thing up, and you see all the other characters. Like, you see the rhino. You saw, you know, Craven. Like, you see these other characters, and you get so excited because you're like, that's from every other Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? And even Electro even says, I thought there was, I thought you were black. Like, yeah. he was like, he's like, you know, I, maybe there is another universe. Like, when we heard that in our third, in our third, third theater, I, I can't. I can't begin to tell you the amount of people that were like, oh, shit. Like, they were like, like, yes, yes, you're right, you're right, you know? Yes. And, and so, like, again, we go back, it, it goes back to the conversation of how long is Marvel going to do this or how long is this going to end up? Look at all these characters that were popping up. Like, yeah. they have, they have. I mean, yeah. we've said it before, Spider-Man has the best, in Marvel, has the best uh, rose gallery of any any character. Yeah, I agree. And so that I mean they have they have their hands full. But with like like I mentioned um earlier when this movie came out and people saw the numbers and people saw the money, it brings us to rumors and we said Andrew Garfield is rumored to be uh, back as Spider-Man in some of the Sony movies. Um some people have suggested Venom versus Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um some people have even said there's a rumor of an Electro solo film coming out um some people have said you know we got this i think while you were still in school um christian we got the obviously morbius comes out next month um it's literally right around the corner so it comes out next month which is another spider-man-esque villain right um then you get craven the hunter solo right we have gotten the rumor that rhino might get his own solo (laughs) sandman might get his own solo uh, Electro now after this movie might get its own solo like so again it's all rumors but this movie does generate a lot of talk and yeah it's rightfully it's, so yeah, there's a lot of points that you can talk about this movie mm-hmm. um yeah I mean like I said I had I had because I wasn't attached to any of them I just didn't have that like love for it uh, initially like oh man so great. Um, because even while watching it, I just spotted some problems where I know it doesn't bother a lot of people. I know it doesn't, but it bothers, it bothers me. Um, just like how there's no, there's not a lot of people who were bothered by like the posters that were coming out with that movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, cause like, who cares? You're going to see the movie. Like I care, you know, like I just because right. you know, people are going to see your movie doesn't give you an excuse to do shitty posters. Like, you, you know, you should still do good posters because posters are a work of art, you yes. know? And if you just edit a bunch of stuff together and like that's you know that's very little effort for this big movie that everyone's gonna go see um i remember a time when i just saw far from home and the biggest thing that i was worried like i was thinking about this new spider-man movie coming out Mm -hmm. was like oh man everyone knows peter's identity they're gonna put him in some crazy ass witness protection nick fury's gonna put him in some witness protection he's gonna need a lawyer i thought the craziest thing was like what if Charlie, Charlie Cox, Cox. Yeah. came back as Daredevil as his lawyer. That was the craziest thought. Yeah, I remember us and, talking yeah, about that. Yeah, that, that at, at a certain point in time, that was the craziest thing that I would expect from this movie. Mm-hmm. Looking at this movie now, that's like the smallest thing that's happened. And he, like Charlie Cox came into the movie like in the first 15 minutes and then he was gone and everybody... Like, it was like, like for a minute. Yeah, and yeah. literally everybody was like, oh shit, and then it, and then it cut and that's it. Yeah, <laughs> like, so... It, I remember at a time that Nick Fury was going to be involved. They're going to put him off world mm-hmm. to, to get away from Earth to, to deal with like, oh shit, everyone knows he's Spider-Man. 
that's what I thought this movie was going to go. You know why? Because the way that Far From Home ended. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't think my process, my thought process was crazy. Like, I think that's very sensible. Like, oh, yeah, they that's a, mm-hmm. I mean, they can go that way. He's going to definitely need a lawyer. You know, people were giving that rumor. I was like, man, that would be crazy. Yeah. And now, I'm like, that's not even the craziest no, thing. Like, that's, that's like, even, yeah. Yeah, when you think of Spider-Man No Way Home, you don't even think of that. Like, oh, yeah, he's in the movie for like a minute. Um, yeah. It's, so It's still set up a lot. It's no, set yeah. up a whole bunch. Yeah, I know it, it did set up a lot. I just, um, I just like, I guess, wanted to make it known, like, for me, it wasn't like, it was good. And I think I had more fun watching it with you guys mm-hmm. than I would have watched it by myself. Because yeah. I watched it by myself, and I'm like, cool. Okay. And yeah. then I, I just go home. Yeah. But when we, we watched it with you guys, we talked about it, you know, we, we had fun with it. Um, and I, I said it before last podcast when we were talking about seeing it, mm-hmm. I was looking forward more to the experience in the actual movie. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, the experience was definitely made it mm-hmm. because like, I don't know, man. Um, I feel like I can put on into spider Verse and just have fun with that movie. Yeah. And this movie, I have to feel like you have to like be ready for it. You know what I mean? Because like, yeah, it, it's just, it's not a movie you can just put on. Right. I mean, you could, you could, but for me, I gotta like be in the mood for it mm-hmm. when it comes out on Blu-ray later in the future. Yeah, but Spider-Verse, I can put that on while I'm playing. Yeah, yeah. I can put that on while I'm doing laundry, while I'm, while I'm cleaning. You know, because yeah. it's such a good movie that you can just pay attention to and watch it, or just mm-hmm. kind of have it in the background. Yeah. Um, I, I I do, I will say one thing I really liked about the movie is how instantly it picked up after Far From Home, which and again, this is me. This is a me thing. The chronologically side of my brain you can ask Madison anybody that has been in my house I have all the movies in chronological order that's how I watch them that's how you should watch them not by release date Um, but chronologically it helps me so much to know that right after Far From Home you get Spider-Man No Way Home and then you get Hawkeye like knowing that that is the order because I once these Disney Plus shows started I got my brain was just like fried because I was like okay when does this yeah. <laughs> when does yeah. this happen after that like it was like just an ever it's like a puzzle yes definitely uh, COVID like oh because it pushed back stuff pushed back stuff yeah. I know I think Doctor Strange was supposed to come out before yeah Doctor Strange was supposed to come out this year yeah so it's yeah. like the, definitely things were um, wishy-washy yeah and, yeah, the, COVID didn't help it out, and I no. feel like, and I think we're finally getting back on track with like mm-hmm. an actual solid timeline, yeah. like chain of events. This happened. This happened. This happened. Mm-hmm. But I mean, the the chronological side of me was really happy to know that, like, boom, it it went right into it, and so that's good. I do feel bad for those who have not seen it and still, and, and of course, we're like you mentioned, we are in a COVID state of um, mind right now. And a lot of people don't feel comfortable going to see it, which is very understandable. Right. Very understandable. But I do feel bad because I don't think they're going to release this on Disney Plus. At least not for now. Not for like for because they while. didn't. They they still have not. They still have yet to put the other two Spider-Man movies on. Mm-hmm. And I I think we talked about it. They're not anywhere else, are they? Mm-mm. Peacock. Like Peacock and Hulu, or like, no. Not I, not even Hulu. I think it's just Peacock. Peacock. They're on Peacock? Or DVD. Mm-hmm. Or some. DVD, yeah. Some. Really? I yeah, the older I ones, ever. I think. Oh, no, I'm talking about the Tom Holland ones. Oh, Tom, Tom, Tom Holland ones may... I can't remember. Yeah, I know, but I know on any streaming, you had to buy them or rent them. 
Yeah, no, like I I know that um, Hunter just bought the Spider Man trilogy on Amazon Prime. Yeah, they had like a sale. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can get all of them for like it was like sixteen ninety nine mm-hmm. for all three of them. Yeah. Uh, so just buy yeah, that. Buy that. Um, yeah. But you have them digitally. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't been able to find any of them. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's very. I think difficult. for a little bit they were on Netflix. Like yeah. The same Ramsey yeah. ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, they but. they are not. Um, Disney Plus is very weird. I mean, obviously because of. Sony having still having the ties to Spider Man and that those rights, um, a Sony property is probably not going to be on a Disney Plus, sh- you know, streaming platform. But like when Fox had the rights to the Fantastic Four or whatever, as soon as those rights went away and that contract ended, M- Marvel and Disney Plus put them on, like, I mean, they they put them on Disney Plus, like, mm-hmm. but now they're gone. They're off now. Um, so why'd they go away again? I think it was just kind of like a rental fee almost. It's kind of like, yeah, we'll put them on here for however so months and let's see how they do. And I, I really don't know why they're gone now, but um, it was the <laughs> it was the Rise of the Silver Surfer and the Fan 4 stick. Um, mm-hmm. Which, yeah. Um, but no, I mean, again, overall, I think it was a great movie. Uh, I loved seeing it as many times as I did. I I think I'm a little burnt out on it, though. We um, can wait until it's on DVD now. <laughs> yeah, I do believe that they did announce that the Blu-ray or the Steelbook, at least, will come out in April. Okay. April, I think of the 10th, somewhere at the beginning of April. So, um, again, if you if you were planning to not see it um, on like out in, in theaters, well, first off, I, I really don't know how you were going to stay away from spoilers. <laughs> Um, second off, you're just gonna have to wait until April to get it on DVD. Like, I, I, I don't know. So I heard a theory. I told JT this. Um, Strange's um, what's it called? The spell. The spell says that anyone on Earth is going to forget uh, Peter Parker. Right. Which means Captain Marvel, Nick Fury, Thor, and all the Guardians still have knowledge of Peter Parker. Yeah. Which I am hoping is the case because if zero people know Peter Parker, (laughs) I feel like, I mean, it's just a dead end there. But also the fact that Nick Fury can potentially still know he's Peter Parker is like a whole little, like, special little, I don't know, secret. He can still bring him in for uh, bigger, bigger bads. Mm -hmm. Like when they have a, when they... Eventually, you're going to have to fight Kang. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man can definitely come in because Nick Fury is like, well, he's an asset that he can help us. Um, so, yeah, I know you're right. Uh, that I didn't think about that because he did say only on Earth. He didn't say like everyone in the universe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that that's cool. Uh, at least he's not completely alone. But, you know, the closest link was Tony. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, obviously, Ned and MJ. But and he's got to work on that. Hey, at least they're all going to MIT, though. I hope... I think they are. Yeah. Um, I did, did you... Okay, this may be just a how I was, like, viewing the movie or how I kind of had this weird feeling. But in that end scene, when he's going to the coffee shop, MJ and Ned don't remember who he is. Yeah. And he goes in the coffee shop and he says, uh, Hi, I'm Peter Parker. And then she says, Hey, Peter Parker. And then, like, or, no, before that, she waved. And he did the, the whole classic, like, oh, I'm not waving at you. And I, for some reason, man, I just felt like MJ and Ned had, like, a 
Oh, no. Like, I, I don't think that. I, I really don't. I really first don't. First second, I thought it too, and but I hope I, it wasn't. Yeah, at first I was like, ah. I think it was friends. Yeah, like, like, I, like, I don't know why, but in my head I could easily see where MJ was, like, getting the donut for him, going over there, and this is for my engineer, and, like, kisses him on the forehead, and I've been like, oh, God. <laughs> like, oh, no. Like, I, I don't know, but no, I, I don't think that's the case. But I did have that very, very slight, like, oh, oh God. Right. <laughs> like, moment uh i will say another another thing about this movie is um surprisingly up until the day of i did not get spoiled and the only spoiler i got was and i, and I told y'all or i believe i told y'all this i know i told hunter and madison um the only spoiler i got was i was watching the final act of spider-man far from home so i can get ready for that next you know in the introduction and I got up after the credits were rolling or whatever, and I was on YouTube, and um, I got up, fed, fed Storm, um, just playing around with her, and I went to go back into the kitchen to get my phone, and it auto-played, was on, and the next video after that was the Aunt May saying, you know, with great power, you know, comes great responsibility mm-hmm. or whatever, and uh, I heard the dialogue, right. but I turned it off immediately. And so when we were watching the movie on Thursday, last Thursday, I, I had to go to the bathroom so bad. Guys, if you have, if you have type 1 diabetes, you know my pain. Um, but I was struggling. I was like <gasps> like dying. And then I, I, I read the scene and I kind of could predict where it was going. And I was like, okay, this is when she's going to say it. I'm just going to get up now and go. And I was like, uh, okay. so I, I, I feel like I didn't miss a lot of it. but I think that's all that happened. And yeah. then she collapsed. Mm-hmm. But Yeah. I'm so. excited to see where they take Venom. Ooh. I'm very excited to see where that goes. Because you really like that movie. I, you, you liked well, Let There Be Carnage. Yes, the second one. Yes. The first one was a good setup, but it didn't hold my attention. The second one, I really enjoyed. And so now I'm, I'm like a fan of Venom. Okay. And so now that Venom is in Tom Holland's universe, that is a very exciting scenario to figure out what's going to happen. Right. Yeah, the the post credit scene, um, Tom Holland or Tom Tom, Tom Hardy, um, Tom. Venom uh, is trying to speak to this bar uh, like barista or whatever, and bartender. He, he's <laughs> he's asking him like like what's going on? Tell me about this. Tell me about that. And um, and uh, they're all you know he he's explaining to them their this universe, and then Doctor Strange's spell happened, and he gets put back in his universe but he left a little bit of symbiote um there so i i, I don't know where that's going unless yeah. unless there's a new venom and do um, they keep the knowledge well being put well, back well I, I think i think a lot of people were very confused at like how venom was able to get transported like but if you remember in the in credit scene venom did say there is a universe there is Multiple multiple universes where us symbiotes have like hives of knowledge, meaning the symbiote from Spider-Man Three is connected to this symbiote in Venom. So that's how he knew who Peter Parker was, mm-hmm. or that's how he knew Tom or Spider-Man was Peter Parker. So I can kind of get behind that. I mean, it's it's very easy <laughs> to say that. Um, so there's no like direct you know, direct line to this and that, but, um, no, I mean, overall, great movie, I, I would, I mean, if you haven't seen it already, 
and you're still listening to this, obviously you probably want to go see it now um, to make your own opinion on it and whatnot. But it's a great movie. I very, very much enjoyed it. I'm glad I got to experience it with everybody um, that I'm close with. So very fun experience. Um, and that's really our biggest news for today. Um, we don't have that much other news. I mean, Doctor Strange uh, Multiverse of Madness teaser was the end in credit scene, the last credit scene of Spider-Man No Way Home, but they released the teaser trailer of it today. I did a trailer reaction to that on our YouTube channel, so you can go find that. Um, very cool. <laughs> it, it is going to be mind-blowing. Um, visually, it's going to look great. Uh, we get to see Doctor Strange Supreme in there, which is, as we heard, you know, mentioned earlier, uh, evil Doctor Strange, um, American Chavez. She's the multiversal jumper. She can literally jump through multiverses, which is easy setup for this one. Um, uh, Wanda. Wanda's in there. Yeah, yeah, Wanda's in there. She She's in the, her Scarlet Witch outfit, which looks fantastic, by the way. Um, so, uh, and again, it's just a teaser. We got Mordo. Mordo grew his hair out. That's cool. Um, so a lot, a lot of interesting facts about this movie. I'm, I'm very excited to see when the actual trailer because it comes out May sixth mm-hmm. of 2022. So um, I think the next jump into Marvel is like for Marvel things is January. We are having um, Morbius. Morbius. February. I don't think we have any shows lined up unless Miss Marvel is in this early, which I don't think it is. I really don't think there's an early, like Disney Plus show coming out. Um, could be wrong. I mean, um, well, after now we have Boba Fett, Book of Boba Well, yeah, Fett. but for Marvel, Marvel. Yeah, reasons. but like because Disney Plus, like they line up the shows. Oh, so I don't yeah, think yeah. they have two big shows going on. No, no, and that's why that that's one of the reasons why Hawkeye was two episodes on the first. Yeah, so week. you can line up. So it lines Boba up. Fett yeah, was, so which is actually coincidentally next Wednesday. Yeah. I'm so glad they decided to be Wednesday, like new episodes. I am too. It just works out. Yeah, I am I'm too. off Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. Usually I have nothing going on Wednesdays. Yeah, I am you too. Know, so it's I'm, fresh on our mind to talk about it. So you're right. I'm so um, I'm so happy about that. Because everything nice. else happens Fridays. All the movies come out Fridays, yeah. and I'm usually working Fridays, mm-hmm. so I don't get to see it the day it comes out. So, um, but that is it for our Marvel news. Uh, quick DC news because we do have a few. Uh, Michael Keaton is looking like to uh, he's going to reprise his role as Batman, maybe. Um, in a return t- in the Batgirl movie. Um, okay, cool. I so, didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then Man of Steel stars Michael Shannon and probably gonna butcher this name. Uh, Ant Antigi Terrell. Pardon me if I butcher that, which I know I did. Um, have joined the cast of The Flash. And okay, that's, so I General Zod and in uh, his yeah. I don't know who that other actor plays. Yeah. Um, so Gen- General Zod is going to be in the Flash. Well, definitely they're time traveling. Oh yeah, they're easily yeah they're going back. <sighs> if you thought, <laughs> I just look. I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I don't like it when um, movies touch uh, multiverse uh, verses and timeline. And just to be clear, those are two different things. Time jumping, like timeline jumping and uh, dealing with the multiverse, just two different things. Yeah, very, very two different things. Right, because timeline jumping would be like if Tom Holland went back in time and fought Vulture, because that's in this universe. Yes. But multiverse jumping is where he 
dealt with the other multiverse Spider-Man. Look at it. Look at it as this: time is linear, or straight line is horizontal. However, you want to put it, horizontal or linear. While multiverse is like layers, yeah. like multiverse A and B. Like when you multiverse jump, like American Chavez, you go from point A to point B. Like you go downwards yeah. almost. Or Earth one or Earth, Earth two. One to, exactly, yeah. exactly. So the simple way looking at it is like Tobey Maguire's is Earth one. You know, jumped into Earth three with Tom Holland's yeah. and Garfield's Earth two jumped into Earth three with yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. Whereas timeline is Tom Holland is just dealing with Vulture and his his past mm-hmm. basically, or his future yeah. because you know every Earth has its own timeline. But anyways, um, I just don't like it when they deal with it because because it is a movie. They can't go into too many specifics because you got to appeal to the casual crowd because mm-hmm. you got to sell box office tickets because that's what pays the bills. But I feel like animated movies and video games do it better because the fans are a niche crowd. Yeah. So they can focus on that because they know the fans want that. Mm-hmm. So I just I don't like it. I don't. I didn't like it the way they did in Spider Man. It's cool. I don't mind them being in there. I just don't like the way they got there. Yeah. I don't mind Toby and, and Andrew being in there and all the villains. That was awesome. I just don't like how they mm-hmm. got there. Same thing with Thanos and Endgame. Like, I don't mind them fighting for this big, big finale. I just don't like the fact that how he got there. It was mm-hmm. very like, uh, yeah, this, this is what happened, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, they just kind of jumped everywhere. Um, and Flash, they always do this to him. They always like fuck around with the timeline when it comes to Flash. Like, why can't he just, you know... Yep. Fight super speeds. Why does he have to change everything and reboot the series? Because that's what mm-hmm. they're using him for. Just reboot, basically using his movie to set up the the continued DC universe. Yeah, and I just I don't like that. Man. It's basically a, a, a very like if that's, soft re- re- Yeah, re- if that's all they're gonna do, like that's the purpose of the movie. I'm gonna be really mad if they do that along with other stuff, and it's actually worth it. Then I'm gonna be mad. But if it's if that's all they do. I'm gonna be really mad because this is what I've been dreading mm-hmm. ever since they call it Flashpoint, and this is what they're this is what they're doing. I'm like, ugh, Flashpoint. On to uh, a little bit of Star Wars news, but Christian already mentioned it. Next week on our uh, season or season three finale, uh, we will be talking about Book of Boba Fett, uh, episode number one. Um, we should probably talk about like our favorite movies of the year. Yeah, yeah, like, I've, I've got I've got some some I've, stuff lined yeah, up I've got, so we can do that I was thinking about that because um, we're you know, almost in the year yeah. and I'm like you know I really like that movie like I won't name it but yeah, it's yeah. in my head it's a teaser it's a teaser um, yeah. but last a bit of news um, I don't know if we talked about it this last week or I, I can't remember but uh, the Sonic 2 trailer uh, is oh, I don't been think out there. About it. it is great <laughs> oh it yes looks, it looks good I, I've said Sonic uh, like the first one mm-hmm. second best video game movie of all time. First best being Silent Hill. Silent Hill, yep. Like the first one, not yep. the second one, which is a little bit weird, but the first one was fantastic. It captured the, the game, the, the vibe of the game. This The Sonic movie was fucking great as the, for the character mm-hmm. uh, and Robotnik and yeah. great. And this movie just looks like going farther. Yeah, I mean, Tails it's got Tails and, and Knuckles. Knuckles and, and yeah. Robotnik's got his mustache got now. His mustache, yep. And I'm glad Jim Carrey's back because he, I just love his, <laughs> his, his, uh, his, Sporadic Robotnik. Yeah. It was hilarious, and um, his even his sidekick Agent Stone, like mm-hmm. he's back and he's hilarious too. No, dude, I'm so excited, and, and this will even uh, amp the visuals even more. Oh yeah, in the first movie because there's some shots from the trailer that look straight out of the game. Yeah, like 
Yeah. Bing, 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 they bing, even bing. have the Chaos Emerald, too. Yeah, and dude, really if they start doing the Chaos Emeralds, which is like, if you don't know, just to dumb it down, the Chaos Emeralds are like Sonic versions of the Infinity Stones. Yes. And Sonic and like all of them just become like... Super. Like, yeah, yeah, like Super Sonic. Yeah. Uh, I forgot what it's called, or like Chaos Sonic, I forgot, but mm-hmm. he becomes like this powerful, like, Super Saiyan Sonic, basically. Yeah, yeah. And, um... And they start incorporating that, and they do like Shadow or Rogue the Bat or any of the other yes, like yes. Sonic characters. Oh, I'll be so excited because I really like Sonic. Like yeah. I said, the first one it was a, it was a funny, heartwarming movie, and the second one looks like it's gonna um, dive deeper into their character, the lore mm-hmm. of the characters they have. So um, I'm super excited. And then it debuted Idris Elba's as voice Knuckles. as Knuckles, and it just sounds so, so cool. badass. Yeah. When he says, uh, he's like, he's like, you do, you, I don't, or he, Sonic is like, uh, you think I'm going to give up my power? power? And he's like, and he, just, he, he just turns into a ball and just charges him. And, so- and then he just, just, he just pulls a hell from Thor Ragnarok yeah. and just like, catches him. He's does like, it look like, like I, I need, need your power. power? And I was like, and oh. he just like knocks him out. It was so good. Yeah. That was badass. Like him so and good. hell have the same energy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Well, I think that'll do it for this episode. Again, guys, uh, very spoilery uh, episode, but we we wanted to talk about it because it's, it's literally been on our mind all day and all week. Um, but we appreciate you guys coming out and listening, um, and we will be back for the season finale of episode, or season three, pardon me, um, next week with episode 50. Um, kind of cool how that I lined up. So uh, yeah. we will catch you guys next week, and see ya.